welcome back to the Middle Diamond podcast. Um, had a bit of a layoff, but um, we're all back. I'm joined by my three co-hosts. Josh, how are you going? I'm good. I'm happy to be back. Happy that the uh, Premier League's returning. It's been, been too long, but yeah, I'm excited. Excited to be back. We'll definitely be touching on that. Koozie, how are you doing, my mate? I'm, I'm very well. I'm excited. Very excited, as we all uh, expect. And Popper, how are you doing, man? Yeah, I'm doing well. I'm just happy to be back. Brilliant. So, yeah, we had a couple of weeks off. We thought we'd um, save save for a big one. Obviously, uh, the Premier League is back tomorrow. Um, we'll get into that in a little while. Um, I'll start off, though. We'll go, um, Josh, get into trivia. Yep. So, my question is, how many goalkeepers have scored in the Premier League? And can you name them? Ooh. Tough how one. many are there? As we, uh, okay, I'll tell you. All right. Shall what, 49? No, no. So I'll tell you how many and then you can work out who scored? Yeah. Okay, so there's five from what I was oh, okay. picked up anyway. So if you can work that out, then you are a genius. Okay, so whilst you guys are um, doing that, I'll get going into the Bundesliga. We'll touch on that briefly. So Bayern Munich, congratulations to them. They've been confirmed champions this morning. Um, they beat Werder Bremen this morning. Um yeah, goal from Lewandowski, I believe. So, yeah, that's eight in a row for them now. Um, business as usual, pretty much. Um, Josh, what's your take on that? Because obviously they they had a bit of a bit of a turnaround mid season, new coach and and all of that. So, yeah, what's your take on on Bayern League? Bayern or Bayern? I mean, like we said a few weeks ago, when Dorman lost that game against them, I think the league was done and dusted there. Uh Alfonso Davis saw red, I believe. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that would be very controversial. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, no type Bundesliga. But what do you do? Good on Bayern. But yeah. yeah. It's a bit unfortunate because it did promise, especially around Christmas, it it did look like the title race was going to be shaping up nicely, like Leipzig, Dortmund and Bayern were all in for it. And Muchen Gladbach rocked there for a little bit, but... um, Bayern's quality prevailed in the end. It was a break. It was a break. Yeah, it definitely was. Papa, you got anything else to add there? Oh, uh, well, I'm looking at the ladder now. It's really a no-brainer from Bayern. Dortmund, if if they, they needed a result against Bayern to at least get close. but I genuinely thought Leipzig were half a chance, like, before Corona hit. Cause like, they've, they've, and after the break, they've drawn, they've drawn way too many games. Yeah. yeah. I mean... It just shows yep. their it just sort of shows their quality though without their fans buying to be able to just win so many in a row. Yeah. Without. I, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. I think their last their last loss came against Leverkusen in December, I believe, in the league. So they've gotten something like twenty wins and a draw in that time. So. Um, it would yeah, have been good. Would have been good to see like Leipzig and Dortmund challenge a bit more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe ne- next year you yeah you never know. Obviously, I, I don't think the break did anyone any favors. Um, and I think I said that when we did a bit of a preview for the Bundesliga, that like now with no fans being there, whatever, you're going to see, you know, where the real quality is on the football pitch. And, you know, you know, it's no secret that Bayern quality-wise are head and shoulders above the rest of the league. So, Just congratulations quick, to them. Yeah, Josh. Last, last week in the Bundesliga, there was six away wins. So, no home ground advantage no more. And mm. I think when we touch on it soon, I think we'll see that in the Premier League as well. But yeah, that's uh, that was a... Um, yeah, that's that'll be interesting to see in the Premier League how that works, especially um, tomorrow morning. We'll, as I said, we'll get into that quickly. We'll quickly touch on um, La Liga as well. So that returned last week. Um, yeah, 
uh, Barcelona and Real Madrid straight into winning ways. Um, Atletico were held uh, against Bilbao. Um, Barcelona also beat Leganes at home 2-0 this morning. Um, and they have a five-point lead over Real Madrid at the moment. Real Madrid do have a game in hand. Uh, Kuz, I'll come to you on this one. Have you mm-hmm. have you paid much attention to what's going on in La Liga and what's your take there? There's a bit of a, um, there is a bit of, there is a bit of a title race going on there, which is yeah. I've been really uh, following the scores and some of the highlights and everything like that, and I've just been so impressed with how Messi's been playing. Mm-hmm. Like he only came back to full team training. I'm pretty sure. Like, a, do you guys know when exactly? Ah. Uh, it was during it was during the break. Yeah, it was a little bit later on. Yeah, and how he's how he's performed just just shows how his quality and everything. I'm not gonna don't have an essay in front of me like Papa did a few weeks ago, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, I'm been really impressed with, of course, him and uh, Ansu Fadi scored this morning. Mm. Saw the young the young boy, which is good to see as well. But with the rest of the teams, I haven't really um. Been able to pay that much attention to. Pop, I'll come to you. I know you're a, you're a fan of uh, of La Liga. What what have you what have you noticed so far? Oh well, I only I've only seen the Barca highlights and like Kuzi said, like Messi, it was just a standout show from him. But yeah, it was just not much going on really. Hopefully, hopefully Real Madrid can get a bit closer. Hopefully they win that game in hand to make it like be interesting. But yeah, that's about it. That's about um, and- um, before before I get to you, Josh, as well, I'm just looking at the table now. There's a bit of a relegation battle going on as well. So Leganes, Espanyol, Mallorca, uh, Celta Vigo, and Ibar um, are all within four points of each other. Uh, within four points of each other. So um, a few teams have a, a couple games in hand there. Um, but yeah, that's a that's something to keep our eye out. Josh, what, what have you noticed? I think Real Madrid's form before Corona could cost them because they just won <coughs> from four before everyone went on break. So what, if they win their game in hand, they're two points behind. Barca, yeah. Barca, you don't know, I don't know who they got left, but they're not going to drop points like that easily, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, they are going to be, they've got some tough games. So Real Madrid have Valencia yeah, on Valencia, um, yeah. Friday yeah. morning. Oh, okay. Is that the catch-up um, game? Uh, yeah, that, that, well, that'll make them have 29 games each. And then Barcelona are away at Sevilla. On, um, Ooh, that's on Saturday. So that's a tough game. Yeah, so it's not going to be an easy run in there. Well, Barca got Madrid. I'm well. Atletico Madrid on the 2nd of July. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and I was surprised well because I remember before the break, I watched El Clasico and Real Madrid really, they really outplayed Barcelona. Um, mm. but yeah, like you said, their form uh, pre, pre-COVID was, um, yeah, it wasn't doing them any favours. Um, I've held it off. I've held it off long enough, lads. There's only one place, or there's only one thing that we're going to have our eyes on this weekend and that is the Premier League. It's back. Um We've done well to hang in there and, and survive the survive the drought. It'll be a hundred days between matches, so um, yeah, it's a it's a welcome return. Uh, we'll get straight into it, um, Josh. I'll come to you. What's your standout moment of the season so far? Obviously, it's been um, it's been a, it's been a diff, an interesting season. There's been lots of ups and downs for all sides. So what's been your standout I just wanna, moment? Just wanna, I just want to say beforehand, I'm emotionally ready to get hurt again. It's been that long. It's been that long. long. And I'm excited. Not you know, there's 92 games in 40 days. Yeah, that's it's, unreal. It's on like Donkey mm-hmm. Kong, man. It's gonna be good fun. But um, my standout moment this year, I reckon, was Everton appointing Ancelotti. I think, like, Ancelotti is still, in my opinion, one of the biggest managers there is still. Huge name, has had success all over the globe, well, all over Europe, I should say. And like, they were in some big trouble before he came. Like, mm-hmm. there was relegation fears, big time. Yeah, that coach was wank. Yeah, yeah, silver. Sil- silver. Yeah, he's, a, he's a he's a fraud. 
and and they had a good squad. It's not like they had a disgusting squad. They had they spent, spent big as they spent big as well. Yeah. Spent a lot. They 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 sort of fixed up that problem they had a couple of years ago of having like forty five number tens. So I'm, yeah. Yeah, just remember, but yeah, seventeen points in eighteen games. You, you like this might be a bit dumb, but European hopes are sort of revived because if Man City's um, Champions League thing gets um mm. like stays upheld and they don't get bet like they cop the ban, like those spots there, seventh and eighth, I think can potentially be Europa League spots because FA Cup and League Cup. With but, with that like, ban, when is it? When when is like when are they gonna know whether they get banned or not? Oh, well, they they have the ban has been confirmed. They've appealed it. Um, okay. It wouldn't yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if it got overturned. I think I um, think with think with corruption with the corruption. Is it going to happen with um, the um, FA as well? <coughs> it's got nothing to do with FA. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's, but, it's your it's your Papa. Yeah, but I I heard I read something about the FA is going to I'm looking to it as well. Maybe. Uh, maybe, but I think because they breached like UEFA financial fair play, I don't think the FA has any jurisdiction over that. So. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, Papa, we'll, we'll come back to you there. What's been your standout moment of the season? Oh, that um, uh, Leicester's 9 year win against Southampton. That was yeah, just... Yeah, record-equaling win. Yeah. Well, I think it was two hat-tricks from, like, Yosi Perez and, I think, Vardy. Vardy, yeah. Yeah, it was just... I don't know, it was just... Uh, I stand, that was really. That was a t- and in, in a weird yeah. way, that was a turning point for Southampton as well. Yeah. yeah. Both teams, I've, that was massive. It was, it, was, I, it, was, it, was a, it was a great game. I thought they were going to go down, to be honest, after that. Not even well, I'm, How surprising that, that they kept faith in their coach, though. Yeah, and, like, expect, it paid off for them as well. He got a, he's got a four, he got a four-year deal before COVID, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a... Yeah, that was a, that was a brilliant game. Um, and and it turned out... Like, how good they were. Yeah, that, that, I think I think that was the moment everyone kind of realized, like, yeah, shit, these guys are these guys are the real deal. Yeah, definitely. Um, what was your standout moment? Mine was Liverpool beating Leicester City four nil, when at a time Man City had dropped off the title race, and Leicester were the closest team to us, and we went to the King Power and pumped them four nil, and Trent Alexander Arnold. Played out of his skin that day. It was unbelievable performance, and I just think that just showed how good of a Liverpool team this is. Yeah, uh, that was definitely probably like the most complete performance I've yeah. seen from Liverpool. Especially from Liverpool when, you, when you guys need to win it, win it, like win a game. Yeah, you guys need to turn up. Just. Yeah. yeah, we and especially we were just coming off um coming back from the Club World Cup, so the players were. We, I think we only had like three, four days rest in between. And they just mm. yeah blew blew them out of the water yeah um yeah it was a it was a big it was a big statement and I think we, that put us ten points clear of them and we haven't looked Beautiful. back since yeah. um my standout is when um around that period when Wolves came from two 0 down against uh, Man City and beat them three two I think um you know City were obviously inconsistent in the earlier stages of the season but that game that considering like Wolves is a tough place to go and you know specifically obviously they were ten men down but. You know, they, they were two nil up. They were pretty much in control of the game. And then flick of a switch, a dumb trial, slots one bottom corner. And then, yeah. you know, the game, you know, the last 10 minutes, I'm pretty sure Wolves scored another two goals. So, and that, that pretty much killed off um, the City. City. The right next goal was quality goal as well. Yeah, it's it class. Game. Yeah. Yeah. Wolves are brilliant. Yeah. Also, that then, that like that game there showed a lot of people that Wolves are the real deal. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Real, like, 
for me, if Wolves were to make a run like deep in Europa League, that would not surprise me if it continues. Like, yeah. You know, I could easily yeah, see them. They're, they're one of those teams where they're hard to beat, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, really good resilience. Yeah. Uh, the squad, the squad's a little bit thin, but but yeah, their starting eleven is quality, and they 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 play well. They play for Nuno. They play. He he's getting yeah, the best. They, he's they, got the best out of well. three years now. They play. They play well. Yes. Um, yeah, they remind me of that like Everton team of like few years back, just like pushing top five. Yeah, when they're under Martinez or Moyes. Yeah, um, I reckon. Yeah, Moyes <coughs> that team. Everton yeah. always got hyped. But even now, but when Everton had Martin, they came fifth one year. Everton, the year um, Liverpool nearly won the league, they came fifth and they played brilliant stuff. And under Moyes, they were always in and around yeah. like fifth, sixth, yeah. always around the Europa League spots. Um, yeah, so like I said, there's been some um, been some big moments in the Premier League, um, and obviously there's going to be a lot more to come. It'll be very interesting to see what happens with um, empty stadiums, how players you know um, react to having no games for. Hundred days, as I said. So, um, yeah, I'm sure I speak on behalf of all football fans that it's a welcome return. We have missed it. Um, so that'll take you straight into it. Um, we'll go to you again, Josh. What's your controversial prediction for the rest of the season? I just want to touch quickly what you're saying on before. Like, I think the warm temperatures are going to make a massive difference to like the way everyone goes about things because what five substitutions as well, like less mm. recovery time. So. Injuries could be a big potential. I just needed to get that out there. My my prediction is uh, Sheffield United's wheels will fall off because no more home ground advantage. You look at their home fans; they have been crucial this year to them. That's a that's a very that that's, that is that is pretty controversial. You've, a big uh, shout. You haven't uh, you haven't disappointed there. Especially because I know where Arsenal are and I know where Sheffield are and I know you'd love to see Sheffield. Uh, Fall off a bit. Don't do be honest with you. Do me but another thing you do, Josh, is you take a lot of credit away from teams that underdog teams that do well in the Premier League. I do. I cough, do. cough, cough, Leicester. <laughs> Leicester, <laughs> Wolves, Sheffield. I, I just praise Wolves. No, but yeah. there's been a lot of times, even uh, on this show, where you say, um, I have, I have reasons behind you as well. Like Leicester, all the big, no, none of the big six rocked up. That season, God, don't take don't take away their success, but none of the big none of the big six rocked up. I think you are taking away their success. That's what you're trying to do. That's what I think. That's what I think. And touching on Arsenal quickly, I think if we beat City, that top four race is on like Donkey Kong, like proper on. We'll be two points off fifth if we beat City. Well, I'm just looking at um, Sheffield's fixtures for the rest of the season. Uh, let me just get them up. Well, they've got Aston Villa first thing tomorrow morning. So um, that's that, special game. That's another. That's yeah, crucial because for both that teams, though, because Villa need it. Villa yeah, was fighting, man. And to be fair to Villa, like what well, they just come off a Carabao Cup final. Yeah, I mean, but Sheffield still... are an organised team. They 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 quality, man. Out. And that's what that's what's important when you come up. It's not just about like. Like teams like Norwich, for example, like which is a big difference between the both. They're not a terrible, terrible team, and they're pretty like decent going forward. Play some like good uh, attacking football, but at the back they're shockingly unorganized. Yeah. Whereas yeah, Sheffield are like organized, and that's what's got them the success. And to be fair to Sheffield as well, a lot of people rode them off this year. A lot of yeah. did. Well, I remember. I remember. I reckon Popper and I early on. You, you were pretty optimistic about yeah, Sheffield. But I I 
I remember Pop and I early on were like, yeah, yeah, no, we're they like, got, yeah, no, they, they really, yeah, I remember. I remember, I remember, I remember that clearly. Um, they do have, they do have a tough um remaining schedule. However, they've got, um, as I said, Villa away tomorrow, Newcastle away, United away, um, Tottenham, Burnley, Wolves, Chelsea, Leicester, Everton, and Southampton. So no, no easy games there. And they've also got Arsenal in the FA Cup. That should be an easy win for them. Oh, yeah, I was just thinking quickly. Imagine an FA Cup final behind closed doors. What the hell? Yeah, what yeah, the... yeah. We'll, the, we'll, we'll get a taste. We'll, we'll yeah. get a taste yeah. of that in, in Germany. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're Copa Italia finals on tomorrow morning as well. You have us now. Yeah, yeah Oh, be... really? Yeah. Oh, that'll be interesting. So yeah, I might watch the first fifteen before the uh, the Arsenal. Yeah, that'd be the Arsenal match actually. What was that? That'd be good to watch. Yeah, I reckon it'd be interesting. Sorry against his old club. That's for me. That's crucial. Mm. Like, that's a big. That's a big plot. Sorry beating up here. I think that'd be hilarious. I'm excited yeah. for uh, Peter Jury and oh, Jim Beglin yeah. yeah, tomorrow morning. I remember Kuzi and I were saying like we cannot wait for that opening monologue when yeah when the, the players are walking out and yeah because yeah, we know he's man. he's the goat commentator. There's no debates there. Yeah, no, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear no questions from anybody. He's the goat. Don't, any, give, any, don't give me no on. Martin Tyler. Should we get on to the next little debate? We'll go to we'll go to Kuzi. Kuzi, um, mm-hmm. what's your controversial prediction for the remainder of this season? All right, my controversial prediction is that Mohamed Salah will get top goal scorer for the third season in a row. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like he's, on six, he's on 16 goals right now. Vardy's on 19. Aubameyang's on 17. Aguero's on 16 as well. And then Ings is on 15. Rashford and Mane are on 14. But I feel like Big Mo at the older Anfield will, um, will be able to get it again. You know why I don't think he will? Because why? I feel like once you win the league... You're going to experiment a lot. And I, I don't blame you as why you wouldn't either. Because you've got yeah. a lot of this is up and coming. Nah, you know what I reckon? Mm-hmm. Honestly, I reckon that because, you know, a lot of people, like, obviously, Kuzi and I, we're not going to complain. We're winning the league. Like, we don't, we're, we can't complain too much. But obviously, with the circumstances, I reckon Klopp's going to go for the points record. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, uh, because I could see him, I could see him going all out for that because, and he's going to want to, He's gonna because he's gonna he he's just his ability to turn a negative situation into a positive. He's just he's mm. he's just so optimistic and so positive. Yeah, and I feel, like, the, I feel yeah. like he's gonna do that and then he's just gonna next season we're gonna come back again. Like, I'm not making any predictions yet, but yeah, but um, yeah. But that's why I feel like he's playing it he's pretty much playing a game every three days. And to be fair, like it's only like what, 28, 29 degrees max in summer in England, but it still makes a massive difference in those players that are used to playing in freezing conditions, not having match fitness for ages. I don't think yeah. these stars. Yeah, but they've been yeah, but they've been training in the heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, exactly. Fitness and you Klopp's always uh, focused a lot on conditioning and everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, yeah our, our, um, Liverpool team went, would you be went to you just went to a hot where'd you just go? You just went to like um where'd you go in that break? Then you go to Abu Dhabi or something? What break? In the winter break, didn't you just go to some hot place and do some fitness work for a week or so? Spain. Uh, yeah, we went to Spain. My, my bail. To um, Dubai. Yeah, well, a lot of, a lot of clubs do that. Um, yeah. So, no, I, I, to be fair, I, 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 I like your prediction, so, Josh, who else do you think would go? Or Popper? Who else do you guys, if you guys disagree? 
I think Vardy could easily. Yeah, I reckon Vardy, especially now when everybody's not fully match fit and Vardy's just a freak. Mm. A yeah, well, mm. but you look at look at Liverpool for example, right? You look at where the goals come from. They have a good mix. You got Mane, Salah. Yeah. You know your midfield get goals as well. Us, you know, a midfielder hasn't scored a goal for us like since Torreira at Anfield. It's literally been a Bamiang, Lacazette, Pepe, Martinez. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's why you're nine. I think they're, they're hardly strong. Yeah. I agree. I but agree. I like Salah will have that extra motivation, seeing as he's won it the past two years as well. You wanna you wanna get it for yeah. that? Yeah. I like your take there, Kuz, um, because I think he's he goes under the radar as well, like because especially like last season he went eight games without a goal and still got top four score. And you just think like if he got you know two or three in that game in that eight game period, like he wins it. Have you, you seen know? how many shots he's had as well? Yeah, yeah, he's all he's he's shoot on he's shoot on sight. Um, um, I can't I like uh, he's he's a few goals behind and he's been injured you know for the few months leading up. But I think Rashford's a bit of a shout because yeah. I think everything that he's been doing off the field, I reckon he's gonna. He's going to come back motivated. And, yeah. um, and he's going to have that support as well. Yeah. Speaking of that quickly, I wonder how United will go with Fernandez and Pogba in the midfield because I don't think they've played together yet. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, yeah. they're both like, for me, they're both playmakers. Yeah, I get you. I feel like um, Pogba, you don't want to play Pogba as like a, a DM. I feel like if you give Pogba a free, if you give him a free role, like a little bit deeper, and have like McTominay or Fred, you know, um, covering that, covering the space. McTominay, yeah. But for me, that's why Pogba's so good at like playing for France because he's got the best DM in the world behind him. Yeah, freedom in the world, all the freedom, and you won't get a better DM than Kante. But I don't know. Is McTominay really that defensive player that United got? Yeah, that's what I don't. He's he, he's a he's a dog though in that he he's he works. That, but he's a boxer. He works. <coughs> he yeah, I think he's an absolute workhorse, and I think he's one for the future. But I'm not even kidding. Yeah. If I could take one player from United, probably McTominay. Okay, I'm settle down. Him. Okay, like, settle down. You realize there's Greenwood up front. Greenwood as well, but like for Arsenal, I take McTominay. But nevertheless, nevertheless. Yeah. Nah, um, but um, I think they will do alright though, know, United. And pressure on Ole as well. Yeah, well, I think I think now will be a big big moment to see like whether he's he's worth it. He's the man for the job there. So, um, that'll be that'll be interesting to see how they go. We got a bit off topic there, but yeah, no, I was I was off. <laughs> You're talking about Rashford in the first place, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. It's good. Um, yeah. But aside from aside from it's good to uh, go off a bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, aside aside from Rashford, I reckon I reckon either Aguero or Bamiang. I think oh, Abamyang, like again, like he he just he just knows how to put the ball in the back of the net. And Aguero, I, I can't I couldn't think of like five Aguero goals off the top of my head this season. But he's got sixteen. Mm. Like, aside from his hat trick against Aston Villa, I, I can't I honestly cannot remember any of his goals. He's just but just a he's, he's just he's just that consistent. He's the he's, yeah. as as Josh said, he's the best po- he's the best poacher you find. Yeah. Um, yeah. we'll come. I'll come to Popper now. Um, Popper, you there? I reckon. It's a bit controversial, but I reckon um, Tottenham and Arsenal will will drop below tenth. Oh, I like that's, it. That's, that's I a like big, it. That's a big one. Josh, Josh's blood is boiling. Especially, especially after Arsenal's performance in that friendly yeah. with, the, uh, and, with Everton's form, you know. Yeah, like that. No, but like, <laughs> but 
But like, Bur- yeah, Burnley Crystal well. and Everton, yeah, Southampton. You know, put it, this way, put it this way. I think you look yeah. at a lot of games that we've dropped points in, yeah? It's that, been- that, mate, you've got to understand, there's two points between you... No, three points between you guys and 12, Everton. And then look at our point difference between us and six and fifth. Nah, yeah, in my he, opinion... He's talking, yeah, but that's why you just need a couple losses. Tottenham, 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 a couple wins. Tottenham's yeah. got a fully fit squad that's with Mourinho. I don't see them. I don't see them dropping out. That's, 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 that's my. That's my. That's, that's my biggest thing. That, that, that was my. Because that was my. That was going to be my topic. I, I'll. I'll get to that in a sec. Um, but I read this like Josh. Yeah, you. What Popper and Josh are saying is valid because Arsenal are as close to the relegation zone as they are to the top four. Yeah. But, yeah. It is. It is it's so it's. It is valid. I but think honestly. I think if you guys put in a shift against City and show signs, because I don't think you guys will win, especially with no like City are used to playing in, in empty stadiums anyway. So I think yeah, their their quality like, their quality will prevail. I yeah, think if you well, can, it's been a hundred days. You got, guys got to understand. Yes. Yeah. You look at look at, our, look at our form. Look at our form before we hit this coronavirus thing. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah but everyone's. Yeah, but Josh. Look at Josh. Everyone's. Yeah, but Josh. Everyone. You can't look at me. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me speak. Let me speak. Arteta's been given like six, eight weeks of preseason here. Yeah, under a brand new system, players have understood how to play his how to play his style. For me, we can only improve. We're not going to get any worse. And if we do, there's a lot of questions that need to be asked about the players and the coaching staff he has around him. In my opinion, we've got six weeks from the last eight I got two. I got two. I got two um, points there. One, Sane's fit. Yeah. And if he plays, who I don't know who's stopping him. Talking about the game tomorrow. We're talking about the season. I'm no because honestly, I think if you guys put in a shit performance tomorrow, like you always do at big away games, I reckon that could be discouraging for your players. I think if if you just put if you if you show signs of you know if you lose three one, but you show signs that you. You're, you're making, you know, forward steps and, you know, you're showing signs that you can compete against the big teams and put in a, a, a good performance. I think that's good on because you've got Brighton, Southampton, Norwich as your next three games. Realistically, you should be winning those three if you've got aspirations of making yeah, top. Yeah, you've got to understand, you're coming up against a fit Pep side. Yeah, no, and I was going to say as well, and Laporte, Laporte, I was about to say, Laporte is back as well. So, mm-hmm. you, I, 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 I saw your point as well when you so said when you guys lost... People out? We've got Torreira's injured, Chambers injured. I think I think besides that fully fit lineup. So your back four would your back four be? Bellerin, Tierney? It depends. I don't even know because he might play sucker left he might play sucker left back. I'm mm. centre back role, I've got no idea. Mustafi was Mustafi and Louise were solid before coronavirus. What about Pablo Mar what about Pablo Mario, the left footed centre back? I'll raise him. I'll I wanna see how he goes um near the end of the season because I think if he puts in shifts, we'll sign him permanently. Well, Tottenham, they've got a, quite a few injuries. No, nah, I, mean, well, I was just about to. I'll I'll go into my topic now because this it leads in well. I think Tottenham are going to make top four. You reckon? I can because see they're that. they're full they're fully fit. Yeah, they've got they've got them. And you before when everyone was fit, like Mourinho was getting, you know, he was getting decent performances out of them, and he was getting wins. They showed they've got, especially before Son got injured. I remember that game against Villa. They were, they did not have a good game. The defensive mistakes, but they won three two. They've got character. They've got a, he's got good players. You throw Bergwijn into the mix there as well. You've got a fit Kane. You've got a fit Son. You've got a fit Sissoko, I believe. And he's had time to almost a bit of a preseason, like you said, with Arteta has with Arsenal. I personally think that I think without impressions of playing in the new stadium and with with fans and stuff like that, I think he they're going to be able to play good football. 
I th- honestly, I, can, I honestly see them making top four. And apart from their first game against uh, United, which they've got at home, they've got West Ham, Sheffield, Everton, and Bournemouth. So they're all winnable games. And they got so the. Who do you reckon is going to fall out top four then? Yeah, I think I think it's depend. I think Chelsea because I, I think Chelsea that's... haven't been consistent. Chelsea have been inconsistent, man. I, yeah. I don't know. It's a tough. It's a tough one. Someone's yeah, gonna have to fall out. Lampard's got a longer preseason with him. Can, can, that I, is, and... can I speak on that quickly? Yeah, go for it. What Chelsea have done in the last three or four weeks, yeah, with the, their links to Havertz and Werner, for me, they're making a statement that they've never made before. Yeah, they're looking to for the next four or five years. They're not looking for the next season. Yes, this, but this is perfect for the youngsters. That's what I'm saying. Say, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I want to grab the, the morale of that club has only lifted. It's only skyrockets. That's what I'm saying. I'm getting scared. Yeah, and you look look at their home record. Yeah, for me, it hasn't been it hasn't been great this year. And it's been, it's like been horrible. The last few weeks. Yeah, yeah. Now, right now is playing on neutral turf. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Teams that have a huge pitch or a tiny pitch is playing on neutral turf, and they will succeed in this. I think, and this is where I think Leicester might struggle a bit. Because they're another one that where their fans can get loud at times, and mm. I don't, I don't want to, I don't really want to touch on recent form because it's pretty much irrelevant. But they've only won two from the last eight games, and they've got an interesting run home. For me, for me, the big, the biggest. Sorry, Kuz, to cut you off there. Yeah. The biggest, the biggest thing for me, especially for Arsenal, Tottenham, and Chelsea, because they all got like Lampard. Obviously, had his first pre-season with them at the beginning of the season, but you know the inconsistencies are going to occur, and he's had more time now. To implement his ideas, his philosophy on the players. Tottenham and Arsenal getting new managers. This period of them being able to implement their ideas and having yeah, a bit yeah, of a exactly. preseason and stuff like that, it's and massive the- for them. I, and I think above all for to Arsenal and Tottenham, it's massive for you guys too because you both got tough games. I think Tottenham need a win more than you do. You guys need a performance more than as much as a win, in my opinion. So, Jack, if we get, if we get a point against City, we're equal points with Tottenham. Yeah. Oh no, I know it's, it's tight, but I just think with the firepower, if you look at Tottenham's front four potentially, Son, Bergwijn, Ali, and Kane. Yeah, and our front, our front three front. Four. I know, I know, I know. I'm not, I'm not. Relax. I'm just saying. Uh, for me, I take Tottenham that. need to focus on though. Is they need to focus? They've because they've been shaky in their defending, and I you think Mourinho will be able to help that though because he's he's known for his solid defenses yeah. and being able to seal out good results through defenses. Recently, I think that'd be good for them. What? Before Corona. Well, he's only come in, yeah. No, but I mean, like in his other jobs, for his whole. Yeah, I mean, but Josh, career. Josh, you've been, you, you were, you were way too critical, especially before Corona. They had what's his name? Kane was injured and Son. So they and they had lost, they lost Eric as well. They were playing, um, what's his name? Uh, Lucas Moura and Bergwijn up front and were playing long balls to him. And they had skill with <coughs> DM, that youngster. Yeah, look, yeah they, 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 were in, they were in injury Son crisis. In, Son, Son injury killed them. The no, Son it did because he can, play, he can play as a striker. He yeah, can. Son injury killed them. For me, Kane, Kane gets injured for a, a month or so every year and they still do all right with Son there. Son, Son's their number one player. If Son I, think, turns I think more so, I think it worked more so with Poch because Poch used to play like a middle, the, the middle diamond like us. And um, yeah, he, <coughs> whereas Mourinho plays with, he, he plays with out and out wingers. So I think it's going to, and he's always had a big number nine. He's yeah. always had Melito or Benzema, Costa, Drogba. So he, he's, Kane will work brilliantly. I personally think they're going to, they're going to fly. Um, but for them, I, and, 
I think beating Man United, especially for Mourinho to get a win over them, because they were, they went to United in December in good form and and lost. United put in a good shift, so I think there's this is a vital match for them. Yeah, of course. This is where I think once again atmosphere makes a massive um, factor of this because for me, not that really I can talk much from some of our players' performances recently. Well, not recently, but during the season. Spurs do shit themselves at times, and I think they have players that have proven that. E.g., Dyer running on into the freaking crowd in that in that um, FA Cup game against Norwich. Yeah, but that's and not them shitting themselves. That's yeah, an yeah, end of the match. Yeah, it's them losing thinking. the plot, and they've done that in that's games not, as well. Yeah. I think. I think anyway. Nah, that's that's me personally, that's and I think that's going to benefit them not having fans there because it's going yeah. Be but what about Sh- you? Can say the same thing no, about Shaka. I agree. I agree yeah. with that, and that's why I mentioned what I said before. I made the point, but I think once again, it's going to benefit them more. Not having atmosphere there. But anyway. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's my takeaway. So, yeah, we've got some controversial topics there. Good little debate going as well there. So, back man, because life is dead without it. I don't care what it is. Um, I'll I'll get into I'll get into fixtures for this weekend. So, um, City and Arsenal are playing tomorrow. Villa and Sheffield are playing tomorrow. So they've got um their games in hand. And then we've got Norwich against Southampton, Spurs United. Watford versus Leicester, Brighton versus Arsenal, West Ham versus Wolves, Bournemouth versus Crystal Palace, Newcastle versus Sheffield United, Aston Villa versus Chelsea. And then if Arsenal are able to get a result against City, uh, and we've got the Merseyside Derby, Everton versus Liverpool, Liverpool could win the league that game. So um and then so and then the day after we've got City versus Burnley. So plenty of football to to feast our eyes on. Um I'm sure the standout the standout fixtures are obviously the ones with the big six. Um, Josh, what you got anything? Uh, any games that you're looking out for? Uh, obviously the Arsenal ones, but um, no, I think it'll just be good to just assess everyone because obviously we haven't seen. We're gonna see how teams have prepared over the last four or five weeks. What managers do with this five sub rule? I think that's going to be crucial. I think it opens yeah. up a whole new aspect. It gives younger kids an opportunity to play. No, well, this is where the big and squad comes into play. Exactly. exactly. And this is, Jack, this is where, you, like, we talked about the Wolves before having, like, a, a shallow squad. This is where they yeah. might fit. The Sheffield United as well. Like, for me, all these teams that are in and around at the moment, like your Sheffields, your Wolves, even Leicester to some extent, this is where they might struggle a bit because you've got games every three days. And then you chuck an FA Cup fixture in there as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, but, good point, Dama. Yeah. Um. Some some clubs might use video screens to create fan walls, and then the artificial noise from FIFA twenty. So <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, people, clubs are having to improvise. So it'll be interesting to see if anyone can get any form of home advantage potentially. Obviously, we've seen in the Bundesliga not many home wins. So um, yeah. that'll be interesting to see. Who's you got any any games you'll be keeping an eye on? Ton of men, not it's huge, mm. huge for the top four race and for both teams to push for it because. Both of them getting Champions League will be uh, really important for their club's finances and everything like that for the next season. So I reckon that'll be a big one. And of course, uh, the thought that Liverpool could have the title wrapped up by next Monday is uh, very exciting, but we'll, we'll see. I just have to stay patient. Hopefully Arsenal can do a job. No, but yeah, that's, that's about yeah. it. Can I just say something quickly while you just mentioned Champions League? Something sparked in my brain. These big clubs like like that have huge capacity, yeah. So like your old Trafford, Spurs New Stadium, us especially that have been in and out of Champions League football, they're gonna need that funding, yeah, for, for next yeah. season. So I think this is yep. crucial it's crucial that these teams push and make that Champions League spot. 
And I think it's just going to make the race even more intense because that could be the difference between signing a world-class player or not. It could be the difference from Man U signing Sancho or not, us signing Thomas Party, who we've been linked to. You know what I mean? I suppose especially because yeah. they've got that new stadium and they've still got to fix up. So, but yeah. So I'll just chuck no, it good, out. Good point, good point. Uh, Popper, before before we wrap it up, Popper. Um, I reckon um, the Aston Villa-Chelsea game, because you can see Villa have got a game tomorrow morning and they've only got a couple day break before Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And they're in relegation zone and Chelsea are trying to fight for top four. So I, I reckon think, that's going to be I think, huge. Yeah, I think that's crucial for Villa. If they lose both those games, I can see them going down. Yeah. I think they, they need a big confidence boost. Grealish needs to come out firing. Um, yeah, I think for them, wins there are crucial. Um, yeah, and even games like Watford versus Leicester, Watford are hovering, yeah, around, saying, yeah. Watford are hovering around relegation. West Ham versus Wolves. West Ham hovering yeah. around relegation. Um, I think Norwich are gone. I think Villa will go down. And I reckon West Ham. Well, what about you two? Who knows at the moment? I reckon Norwich. I think Villa will stay up. I sort of, I don't know, I just got a little prediction there. And then um, Watford. I reckon Watford will go down. Sort of hope they go down. <laughs> and then um, Bournemouth as well. Well, who do you reckon, Popper? Oh, I reckon Villa and Norwich, and but the third one, I don't know it's tough. You, I got to assess after mm-hmm. this match day. Yeah, I think that's I a think, fair call. I think Norwich, Villa, and Brighton, and I reckon, I reckon, yeah, it could uh, difference. I reckon it generally could come down to goal difference. I reckon yeah, that's especially, be particularly between Bournemouth, Watford, and West Ham, that's that tough. Totally goal West difference. Ham going down, but because yeah. these teams have been so inconsistent. Yeah. Like Brighton pull a performance out of their ass and then next week it's like how are you in the Premier League yeah you know what I mean but I don't know it's going to be good and just quickly I just want to touch on the championship returning there's a big dog fight for playoff spots there and I think West Brom and Leeds look pretty comfortable but yeah I think I don't know what's happening with that playoff there but more football yeah it'll, it'll definitely be interesting to see what happens there um, yeah hopefully for their sake Leeds and West Brom can come up because they they were in brilliant form before um, I think we'll leave it there. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get to trivia. Josh, I, I, I'm going to say I only got two. I've got Tim Howard and Arthur Boric. Mm-hmm. Oh, just, fuck. Just, I've got four. Who? Schmeichel. Who else? Who else? I'll tell you after once you say um, Begovic and oh. Jacks too. And Howard, didn't you say Begovic? No, Begovic, Howard, Schmeich, and Boric. Well, Who did you say, Kuz? I said Begovic and Howard, and then, I don't know, I, I thought David Seaman, but I, just, I was a it, guess. Total was a total guess. I, I, remember, I remember it was Stoke versus Southampton, and Begovic was in one goal. Yeah, I remember. I, Be- I couldn't remember who scored it. Begovic scored in, like, the first, like, 20, 30 seconds or yeah. something. Yeah, I couldn't Played remember who scored it, though. Josh, release release the answers. From the website I've got, I, I could be wrong here, but no, I think these are right, but I'll just touch on a second. I've got Peter Smarkle, uh, Villa v Everton in 01. I've got Brad Friedel for Blackburn against Charlton in 04. Yeah. Got Robertson for Spurs against uh, against Watford, I think it was, in 07. Tim Howard for Everton against Bolton in 2012. Begovic. It was, it was Begovic. Begovic, Stoke versus Saints in 2013. And who did you say? You said Boric. After Boric. Did he score? I'm not sure if he scored, but I didn't get I, that's, I wasn't sure whether it was Boric or Begovic who scored. It might have yeah, been Begovic. I both of them down. It was, it was Begovic. It wasn't, yeah. Yeah. 
I trust I trust yeah. my sources. I'm like I'm like Cruises a couple of weeks ago with his uh, PFA. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll wrap it up there, fellas. Um, good to be back. Good to have the Premier League back. Good to have live football back. Um, yeah, and yeah, we'll definitely keep our eyes out. I'm sure we'll be back next week to reflect on um, the busy Thanks. football schedule. Thanks, Bundesliga, for your time, but uh, no more. The Premier League's back. Thank God. Come on, Arsenal. Come on, Arsenal. Champs. Uh, and you never know, maybe by next week we might have a new Premier League champion. So um thank you, thank you to everyone for listening. We're available on we're available on Spotify and um and YouTube. So yeah, please check us out on there and also check us out on Instagram, um, all three platforms uh, at the Middle Farmer Podcast. So thank you fellas for joining me. Premier League is back tomorrow. I'm sure we'll all be watching. So yeah, thank you, thank you, boys, and I'll see you guys soon. See you later. Thanks, boys. Thank you.